In this episode of the Brawn Body Podcast, I'm joined by Tony Miller, the founder of the American Heroes Foundation. We're going to be discussing the American Heroes Foundation, who they are, what they do, what their mission is, and how they go about supporting veterans and first responders and their families amongst all the issues that they're currently facing in our country. We'll also be discussing what you can do to support them in their mission. One of the easiest things you can actually do to support the American Heroes Foundation is to share this episode with as many people as possible. Share it with your friends on Facebook, Instagram, uh, Twitter, MySpace, if you still use MySpace. Share it with as many people as possible and help us run our total play count up. We're donating all proceeds from this episode, including affiliate links and program purchases, which you can check out in the description below. You can click on those links there and check that out. We're donating all proceeds from this episode for the next week to Tony's Foundation. And again, the easiest way, it's completely free. We get paid per uh, listener. So the more people we listen, the more our sponsors give us. So the more people listen, the more we're able to donate to Tony's group, American Heroes Foundation. So with that, we're going to have a quick word from one of our sponsors, then we'll get to the show. Hope you enjoy. Tony, welcome to the show. Excited to have you on today. Thanks for having me. We're we're looking forward to talking with you today. Yeah, for sure. So what exactly is the American Heroes Foundation and why did you start it? Well, we're an Arizona-based 501c3. Uh, We support the health and wellness of veterans and first responders. We're basically a vehicle to raise money for other nonprofits that directly support our heroes. Uh, We also have a golf tour for vets, first responders, and family members that kind of help encourage participation with others who have similar backgrounds and experiences. Um, So why did we start it? Well, I wanted to create an organization where vets and responders can interact, share experiences, I wanted to create a safe, non-judgmental environment for people to meet others, and in some instances, reintegrate back into society. For sure. And I think everything you mentioned there is spot on. There's a lot of issues that veterans in particular and first responders have been facing that society as a whole is not aware of. And I like how you're taking initiative to uh, tackle those problems head on and support other groups that are uh, addressing those issues as well. With that in mind, what issues have you seen veterans currently facing? What are they struggling with? And same with first responders. Uh, What has been kind of some of the challenges you've seen just from your experiences and as a veteran yourself? You know, they're dealing with experiences that, uh, that affect them mentally, physically, uh, in a lot of cases, it's it's actually both. Um, PTSD is it's an epidemic for our heroes. Um, everyone knows of the 22 a day vet suicide rate, but since 1999, we've lost approximately 5,200 in combat. But in the same time, we've lost almost 130,000 to suicide. Now, one thing I've learned since being involved in this organization um, about our responders is they also deal with a large amount of suicide, they're actually twice the national average um, for United States uh, of committing suicides. And then the ones who aren't, you know, who didn't die um, because of their their injuries or whatever, they're dealing with life altering wounds and and they need need our help. 
we, we just can't leave them out there to deal with the issues on their own. I completely agree with you there. And you touched on the big ones, PTSD, suicide, all these heavy hitting topics that, you know, people don't like to talk about them because they are sad and they are depressing. But this is reality for some of America's heroes. Hence the reason you named it American Heroes Foundation. These are the men and women, the brave individuals who have sacrificed so much for the betterment and protection of our country. Uh, so they have served us and now it's definitely the individual, the people's time to serve them. Uh, so with that, what more can people be doing to help veterans and help first responders who are coping with these issues? Uh, what more should people be doing? I think one of the main things is we need to educate the population uh, to the plights um, that the average civilian uh, in America has no idea of the horrors that our heroes have witnessed and, and endured. We need to provide a voice for those who aren't sure how to reach out. We need to stay on our policymakers to keep them on top of the situation. We need to be able to cut the red tape. Um, for instance, we support another organization called Operation New Outlook. It's run by world-renowned psychologist, Barry, uh, Dr. Barry Goodfield. And he has a patented drug-free therapy. Um, this therapy has been used worldwide with proven success for years and years and years. We've been trying to get the VA to allow him to train others in the process, but they want us to come up with $125,000 for a study to prove its validity. What frustrates me is we spend billions of dollars on pet and pork projects every year, but we can't get this cost waived. Totally insane to me. We can help our heroes become productive members of society without mind-altering uh, you know, medications, but we're constantly fighting the bureaucracy. Definitely some system changes that need to uh, take place. Um, for example, I know the news has quoted multiple times about the $80 billion worth of military equipment that was left in Afghanistan uh, not too long ago. And, you know, we talk about wasted money. Well, $80 billion, you can do a lot with $80 billion, especially yeah. when it comes to helping veterans, helping first responders and helping other issues that our country is currently facing. Um, I also know in the past that there was a big push to defund first responders, even uh, yeah. police, firefighters, all these different things. And it seems crazy to me that we want to cut funding for their programs, not just the protective services that they provide, but also things like their salaries, their retirements. They are literally endangering their lives every single day in our homeland to try and protect us. And why anyone would want to, um, instead of say thanks to them, kind of kick them in the teeth, so to speak, uh, metaphorically speaking, is beyond me as I'm sure it is for you as well. Absolutely, absolutely. One of the other things that you mentioned about your foundation is you help promote uh, golf. You do golf tournaments. I know you're partnered with uh, PGA Hope, I believe it is. Yep. So what all about golf have you found helps uh, veterans and first responders? Is it just the activity of getting out and doing something and exercising or being around others? Why has golf been such a healthy habit for uh, your group? Yeah, for many of the things you actually just touched on. So we're an 
organization um, of all volunteers. Nobody gets a dime. We get to witness the impact of the camaraderie, the friendship, and the competition on, on all of our heroes that we're involved with. I personally have witnessed members who were basically socially inept due to their experiences. And by the end of the season, they became friends and social butterflies um, at our events. I mean, I, I can't tell you how many times I've come home and shared stories with my wife and literally started crying because of the, the positive impact we've had on our, on our heroes. Um, just real quick, a little story. Uh, we had a guy who he came out to golf with us. And in the very beginning, he had a service dog and he would take his own cart and he was out there all by himself. And then he got partnered, you know, with three other golfers and, and he was fine. But as soon as our events were over and we always had lunches, he, he would, boom, he was, he was gone. Um, well, then the next time, you know, he requested he get paired with the same golfers. And I'm like, yeah, I don't want to do that. So I wanted to pair him with different people because one of the, one of my goals was to, for this camaraderie and friendship so people can have bonds and share stories with other people who may have, you know, similar, similar stories and, and things that they're dealing with. Well, he was a little frustrated when he saw that. And I said, trust me, it'll be okay. He went out there and he played and he was fine. And every tournament I was putting him with different people. Well, by the very end of our season, this guy is bouncing around from table to table with all these different people he's golfed with throughout the season he stayed there for two hours after we were done golfing. And he was one of everybody else. He was in a wholly new environment for him because he kept himself locked inside his home with just him and his service dog, wouldn't go out and, and be around people. And now he was out and he, he loved it. And he actually came up to me and said, thank you for helping him get to this point in his life that he, he probably wouldn't have been able to do it without us. That was amazing. So you know, I can't imagine not having these folks in my life. It, it's what I live for. I, I lived a, have lived a pretty blessed life and it was time to give back. So these folks have become my family and um, I look forward to having them around for, for a long year or a long time, sorry. Um, and you know, besides the golf, we also promote, promote other um, healthy habits too. You know, we, you're out there exercising, you're talking, you're sharing mental experiences. Uh, we're helping them let the demons and the stressors get out because mental health is vital. So it's not just necessarily exercise and, and going out there and moving your body around. Um, but the other cool thing that we really do in Heroes is, you know, in the charity world, it seems like there's a lot of folks who are, we'll call it territorial. You know, it's, hey, you're stepping on our toes. This is our area. Well, I think that's bogus. I think that if, if we're out here and our job is to help our heroes, we should all be pooling our resources and helping. Who cares who gets credit? I could care less who gets credit if we're able to help you know, our, our heroes do that. So that's what we do. So we've also coordinated and partnered with other organizations. And they actually take heroes out on bike rides, hiking, all kinds of fun events, just trying to keep them engaged. And all of that is paid for from these groups. And we're a vehicle that helps them raise that money. And we donate it to those groups to help. That's incredible that you're doing that. Help them be able I, to do that. So we we like to approach it from many different angles to help. I think um, when I was in Arizona, I think it was the last weekend in June, you had a golf tournament down in Mesa, Arizona. And I think you donated, what was it, $7,500 to a group uh, to train service dogs uh, right. for veterans? Absolutely. Yeah, that, that's Soldier's Best Friend. And they're based here in Phoenix. And it's funny you said that. 
because I had made a promise with them to um, provide money for two service dogs. Um, and it costs $5,000 for each service dog to be partnered up with somebody in a year's worth of training. And I went down and took them another $2,500 yesterday. So we, we met our commitment to them and that was pretty exciting. That's amazing. Great work on your part there. And I love also just how humble you are throughout all of this, right? It's not your name that gets all the credit. It's not always your foundation that gets all the credit. It's you doing what you feel is your duty at this point to help and better the lives of others. And you have a foundation that's committed to doing that same thing. And instead of focusing entirely on yourselves, you're empowering other individuals, other groups, and enabling them to do what they do best, which in some cases, like you said, it's hiking. In some cases, it's cycling. In some cases, it's training service dogs. Uh, and I think that model just works so effectively uh, when it comes to giving back and helping people. So I think it's amazing that you've come up with that. And I love the approach that you're doing. And I'm hoping that we see others, other groups and organizations follow suit soon, because as you said, it's time we stop stepping on each other's toes and put our differences aside and start actually working on getting some of the issues that have plagued our society for so long actually resolved. Yeah, I, I agree. I agree with you. That's a, that's a very salient point. Um, one thing that you know has bothered me in, in this world of charities is that I think a lot of intentions are great when they start. And then I think with notoriety and they're running around and they're getting other people around them and they're, oh, you're doing such a great job. They lose sight of what their initial mission is. And it all, it kind of becomes about them. And this isn't about me. This isn't Tony's organization. I created this as a vehicle for all of our members. And every time I send an email, when I, when I address everybody, it's, this is our organization. I want feedback. We're sponges. We, we can't get better without everybody else. And as a matter of fact, I, I've made it my goal as that I'll always be the founder, but I don't always want to be the president. And so somewhere between five, six years, I want to turn the reins over to somebody new, fresh, comes in with new ideas and goes forward. That way, I don't feel like I get infected with the, the power or the greed or the notoriety or anything like that that goes along with these kind of things. It stays about our mission. And that's very, very important to me. For sure. I love that you bring that up because that's something we see in all aspects of modern life, not just uh, charitable organizations, but also uh, individuals in politics who have been there for what feels like forever, uh, career politicians. Um, Very true. So talking back about your organization, other than the uh, most recent golf tournaments, I mentioned the one you had in Mesa, and I know you just had your veterans versus first responders tournament. Uh, what other events and golf tournaments do you host? Well, so our new season, um, season two, is actually getting ready to start in November. Um, and we actually, it's, it's really cool because we get to start it out at the Air Force Base out at Luke at Falcon Dunes Golf Course, which the, the, the folks all love to play that golf course. And it's just kind of apropos for us to be able to start on a military installation since it's part of our heroes. So what we do is we basically have 12 to 14 season tournaments in our tour. And then at the end of it, you gain points throughout the year. And then at the end of the season, we have a two-day championship. And that's what was out there 
at Longbow in Mesa. That, that was our two-day championship, and that's where we were donating the money. Um, so we have two-day championship for our four flights, and then the, the tournament you were talking about, our, our heroes tournament, where we, we pit our first responders against our veterans. We just had that September 11th and 12th out at Verado, out at their founders course and their victory course. So we took our top six vets and our top six responders, and they'd compete for bragging rights and the honor to be engraved on our challenge trophy, which is a beautiful eagle head with a flag draped around it. And then we'll put all of their names on there that won. This year, our first responder team actually won. So they're the inaugural winners of our um, Heroes Cup trophy. Um, so that's pretty cool. Uh, we provided their golf, um, their, their shirts, towels, backpacks, golf balls, their golf balls, and their food. And it was all free. It didn't cost them anything. It all came from donations that we've received throughout the year and monies that we've raised doing different events. And then along with that, each individual, they got a, they got a uh, custom crystal trophy that they got to take home um, you know, to commemorate their victory. So we do events all over Arizona. Next year, we're, we're actually looking to expand across the Southwest, um, you know, California, Colorado, uh, that kind of, those kind of places. And then who knows where we go from there. So it's just, we're taking it day by day and, and year by year, and we'll see where this thing goes. The sky is definitely the limit for you. Now, you mentioned donations, and obviously money is not everything. However, it does make something like growing a nonprofit organization a lot easier. So how can people uh, donate to American Heroes Foundation? And what other things should they be doing to help uh, the foundation's mission? Well, so people can find out more about us. We have actually two websites. One is www.americanheroesfoundation.org. And heroes is spelled with an E. So it's H-E-R-O-E-S foundation.org. Or you can go to our, our golf tour website, which is www.americanheroesgolf.net. And then, so if, other than the money, we're always looking for people that have, you know, specialty skills, whether it's internet web design, um, you know, uh, social media influencers, those kind of stuff. But we're always definitely looking for donations and sponsors. Like we're currently looking for a sponsor, maybe for a naming sponsor to, you know, for our, our golf tour itself. So, you know, American Heroes Golf Tour sponsored by XYZ Corporation. Uh, we'd love to have something like that if we can too. But we also take sponsorships for individual tournaments or, you know, different events that we hold throughout the year also. Glad to hear that there's so many ways for people to get involved there. And uh, I'm currently actually wearing one of your uh, hats. I don't know if you can see it here, but I love the... Uh, merchandise that you guys have as well and i believe that's something that people can also get online correct me if i'm wrong well we're not there yet but we okay. will we have different different items that we're going to be getting on the website so people will be able to support us that way also glad to hear that tony any other closing remarks or anything else that you want to share about american heroes foundation and everything that you've been doing Dan, just first, I want to thank you very much for the opportunity to speak with you and, and the folks that are listening to you. I just want everyone to know that we have an obligation to support our heroes. They do jobs that most of us would never do. Um, they're always there to support us whenever we need them, and it's our turn to support them. And I think that's very important, especially in our, in our world that we're living in 
right now, everybody's becoming so divided for whatever reason, for, for many reasons. But uh, we, we all need to be in concert on this. And, and those folks go out there and do a job that is dangerous. They're there every time that we call without question. They run into the fires, so to speak, and not run away from them. So let's just keep doing our part. Please check us out. Um, if you want to be a part of it, go to our website. Uh, tell me what you can do, what you bring to the table, and I'd love to talk to you and, and see how we can fit you in and uh, continue helping our heroes, you know, battle with what they're battling with and be around others who, uh, who can share their experiences and help them pull through this. Tony, thank you so much for your time and for everything you and your organization are doing. We definitely need more people like you out here, uh, and hopefully more people will help to support your organization and everything that you've been standing for. Uh, for those listening, do know that all proceeds from this episode of the Brawn Body Podcast will be donated to the American Heroes Foundation. So if you ever needed an extra incentive to share the episode or to uh, purchase anything from our affiliate links, now would be a great time to purchase because all profits will be donated to Tony's organization. Tony, with that, thank you again. Well, thank you, Dan. That, that's very nice of you. I was not expecting that. We're going to have one more word from one of our sponsors, and then we'll wrap up the show. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Brawn Body Podcast with Tony Miller. Make sure you check out the links below so you can engage with Tony's foundation online or on social media. Feel free to reach out to Tony or his team if you have anything that you're skilled in or any way that you can help uh, support them amongst their mission to provide for veterans. Thanks again for listening. We'll see you next week for another special episode of the Brawn Body Podcast.